I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Hi, and welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. Today's episode is all about the creative world and being a creative person and sometimes the secret um, hidden life that creative people face, kind of the stuff that nobody talks about. So the title of this podcast is, you know, the behind the scenes, the hardest part about being a creative that nobody talks about. And as a creative person myself and as a small business owner and entrepreneur, I just really wanted to be vulnerable and transparent about the difficulties of these different types of roles and these kind of careers and how in a world that's so focused on social media and appearances and things like that, how sometimes the truth gets misconstrued and often hidden. Um, And in an effort to be vulnerable, like the name of my podcast and kind of my whole focus with my writing, my brand, my career is to just really be transparent about a lot of different things. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about if I didn't talk about my career and what that really means in terms of being a writer and a creative person. So that's kind of the focus for today. Um, I really wanted to bring awareness first of all to the fact that we glorify um, different things, you know, different careers, different lifestyle choices so much. Um, I think largely that's because of social media and because we've become a culture that's so obsessed with comparisons and looking at what everybody else is doing and kind of having that as a benchmark of our own success. Um, It's something that I've personally faced um, within my career and my personal life. I feel like it's human to fall victim to comparison and it's something that I try to acknowledge a lot in my writing and um, especially on this podcast is that I fall into comparison all the time. I think we all do. And it's one of the hardest things, in my opinion, to really get over because you really have to kind of teach yourself to look outside of yourself in terms of not being selfish, but then also looking inside yourself and learning to kind of shut out um, the rest of the world. And this is something, if you tuned into my last podcast, uh, I had Kim Walls, um, who is a female business owner, female founder, mom of two, just a crazy driven, inspirational woman. And in that podcast, we talked about um, the importance of learning to tune out the rest of the world sometimes and follow your personal desires and chase your dreams. Um, But then also, you know, not letting that make you a selfish person, but learning to kind of find that middle ground between, okay, I'm going to pursue what I believe in. I'm going to chase my dreams. I'm going to be selfish to an extent, but I'm not going to hurt others in the process. Um, And so I just think that's so important as we learn to, you know, find that sense of balance within our own lives and within our own careers and personal you know, aspects of our life is that it's important to focus on ourselves and not worry so much about what everybody else is doing. But it's also equally important to consider the rest of the world and not be so selfishly focused that we forget that other people exist, if that makes sense. So to kind of speak in a bunch of different things all at once, I think the most important point I'm trying to get across in this podcast is that I think people have certain perceptions because we're so worried about what everybody else is doing that we just think, oh, well, that person has such a better, you know, experience or life or career or family or whatever it is than I do. So when we're always looking outside at others, it feels like 
you know, what we have isn't good enough. I think personally, because I run my own business and I live in this entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial world, excuse me, entrepreneurial (laughs) world, I think that it's become ever so apparent to me that there's just this real culture and mindset that people who are, you know, working remote or working freelance have just this so much better of a lifestyle than people who work nine to fives. Um, I try to, in my writing, in my work, really hone in the, on the fact that I don't believe that that's necessarily true. I think it's all about what you personally are looking for. So for me, what was really important to me was working remote. It was having that flexibility and having kind of a self-driven schedule. That's things that I value, but it doesn't always work for everyone and it doesn't mean that people who don't have my lifestyle are wrong. Um, and I think that that's a huge problem with mainstream culture is because we really latched onto this idea that true, quote, success is measured by, you know, how independent you are in terms of your work schedule. You know, you don't want to be a slave to the boss. You don't want to sit in a desk all day long. You don't want to, you know, insert whatever it is. But I feel like there's such a mainstream kind of approval and praise of people that are working you know remote or freelance or have a flexible schedule and kind of like looking down on people that have traditional nine to fives Um, and I just want to make it very clear that that is not what I'm saying at all I think everybody has their own sense of what works for them I think everybody has their own sense of what motivates them Um, and I've been on both sides you know I've worked a nine to five I've worked in you know I've worked office jobs. I worked as an admissions office assistant for um, five years at my university. It was vastly different than what I'm doing now. Um, It was far less creative in my opinion, but it was a wonderful job where I got to interact with people and I also did a lot of data entry and I learned a lot about computer systems and, um, you know, I, I did a lot of admin work and that I think was fundamentally important for me to build a different skill set and also a skill set that helps me in my current position. So I just want to be clear that by no means am I praising one type of, you know, career lifestyle over the other. But that being said, I think it's important to acknowledge that there are perspectives in today's day and age where people have kind of like this mindset about what is good versus quote bad or what is, you know, success versus not success. And I think it's important to pay attention to those biases because that's what shapes our own perspectives. And with that being said, I think it's fundamentally important that we can consider and listen to all those outside things, but we have to determine what we feel and what we believe for ourselves. And with that, I also feel such a responsibility as a person in an entrepreneurial role and as a business owner and as someone who works remote and has a flexible schedule, I feel compelled to share you know, the hard stuff, the nitty gritty, the stuff that nobody really talks about, just to be completely honest with you. Because I think we've glorified this lifestyle so much that people jump in thinking, oh, well, this is easy. You know, this person did it so I can do it. Or, oh, you know, this is true success. So I'm going to jump in and I'm going to abandon all that I have and all that I've worked for to pursue this lifestyle. And again, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we need to be really honest with ourselves about what it really means to work a freelance schedule or to have a creative lifestyle because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I don't think people realize. You know, for example, what you don't see on social media, what you don't see on people's profiles or, you know, their business write-ups is all of the hours that they put in, all of the, the, the email sent and all of the stress and 
all of the frustration and all of the self-doubt. Um, before I launched my business, I, and I've, I've talked about this in many podcasts, but I was just plagued with a lot of self-doubt. I mean, I have built up a, a social following, a strong network of people that I connect with, and um, I've really worked to be vulnerable in my writing and share a lot of content so that I have people who, you know, I have built up a community. Um, but even with that, what I kind of call like a, a backbone and a foundation for my career and for my business, I was just plagued with so much insecurity that happened behind the scenes before I launched and then as I launched. Um, you know, what what people don't talk about is how freaking scary it is to actually pursue a dream or pursue a lifestyle that isn't, you know, the norm. Um, you know, I had a lot of people that didn't really understand what I was doing. I mean, people close to me that were not necessarily unsupportive, but who really questioned what I was doing and questioned my motives and questioned my mindset and just questioned in general, you know, whether or not I had really thought things through. Um, that affects you. As a creative person, that affects you. No, you you, you fully recognize that not everybody's going to believe in what you believe or support your vision or see things the way you do, but it, it does, you get a lot of pushback. And that's something that people don't talk about. You know, you see people that are successful and it, you know, they make it seem like, oh, you know, this was just, I took a leap and it was that easy. And it's, it's like, no, you know, it's, it's not that easy. You get a lot of pushback. You get a lot of doubt. Um, you know, you're leaving the comfort and security of a lot of people of a full-time job. You know, before I stepped out to be full-time freelance and to start Be A Light Collective, um, you know, I was working a, a full-time salaried position. And there's a lot of luxury in that. Um, it's amazing to have paychecks rolling in. It's amazing to have the stability and the security of knowing every single day what your workflow is like. Um, you know, know who exactly you're going to be talking to. And for me, what kind of pieces I was going to write or who I was reporting to or what my role was. I mean, that that you take that for granted. Um, that and health benefits and insurance, you take those things for granted. Um the hard part that nobody talks about with creativity and freelancing and starting your own business is that you're kind of in essence putting all of that stuff away to put your dreams first and sometimes your dreams kind of flush out in different ways than you imagined um, sometimes you follow them and it's a complete disaster and you kind of have to pick up the pieces and start over sometimes what you envisioned everything to look like is actually not what it looks like at all um, sometimes you step forward and you just don't even know the process. You, you end up with a bunch of lists and things to do, but you don't exactly know even where to start. Um, and then sometimes you finally take that leap of faith because you've been called to and you've been so like pushed to, and you're just like, okay, I, I need to start this now. So I'm just going to start it. And then you're like, okay, wait, but I actually don't know X, Y, and Z. And now I have to research this. And so it's like you take a giant leap forward and then you take 20 steps back and kind of almost start over. And that happens again and again and again. And that's the stuff that people don't talk about. People don't talk about the step forward and then the seven steps back and then the jump and then the fall down and the crash and then the starting all over. And I think that's that's what we need to be real about with, with freelancing and with you know launching businesses and stuff like that. You know, you're giving up a lot of things, but you're also gaining a lot of things. And that's beautiful, but it's really hard. Um, it's hard on your relationships. I can't tell you how many business owners I know that have really struggled with their personal relationships. Because when you devote all your time and energy and faith into building something, 
you only have so much of yourself to give. And so as a result, you're you're pulling yourself and you're putting yourself in, into, into certain things and then losing part of yourself in other facets. So I have a, a very close friend who is a business owner and she's confided in me so much about how her personal relationships really struggled because she devoted all of her time and energy to her business and therefore didn't have time for her family, didn't have time for her romantic partner, um, just really struggled to create those boundaries because to her it was it was full throttle for her passions and just wanting the other people in her life to really support that but it's really hard because those people might support your dream but it's not their dream and so when you're you know you're constantly gone and you're constantly working and your priorities have completely shifted away from those relationships it causes a lot of of conflict and turmoil and inner guilt and trying to fight between, okay, I feel guilty, but I don't want to feel guilty because I'm so passionate about this business that I don't, you know, I don't want to regret what I'm doing yet. I want to pour into my relationships, but I just don't have time or I just don't have energy. And that process is hard and it's not talked about enough. As a business owner, it's not talked about enough. I've I feel like I've scoured the internet for resources and support to kind of know that I'm not alone in certain things that I faced and I just haven't been able to really hear from people about those nitty-gritty struggles in starting and, um, you know, watching your relationships and how they shift and pouring yourself into something but then realizing that even though you've poured yourself into that thing, you don't feel as satisfied because, you know, you thought it would be a certain way and certain things are amazing but then certain things are awful. It's hard. Um... It's hard. I think with with business, especially with business owning, and I'm I'm talking a lot about that because that's my personal experience, but please relate this to to your life and your context in whatever way is applicable, you know, whether that's, you know, pursuing a side hustle or, um, you know, whether it is launching a business or maybe you're just looking to do freelance work or, you know, maybe you're looking to work remote and now your whole schedule and lifestyle is changing, you know, whatever it is for you, it's just learning to find how do you, I guess, invest parts of yourself in different ways and then accepting when things don't go according to plan because you kind of have a vision for what things will look like and that makes it infinitely harder when all of a sudden you have to shift that entire plan and kind of start over in an essence. And I can't tell you how many times like with my personal, you know, with my business and career where it's the the hardest part is kind of like, I call it the cha-cha. It's the step forward, the step back. You know, here's this, I launched this and now I completely want to rebrand. Or I made this Facebook group, but now I'm realizing since I've made this Facebook group that I actually need to have a separate Facebook group. But, you know, now I started this or, I mean, even simple things like be a light, um, wanting to re- revamp and rebrand to be be a light collective solely instead of be a light. I mean, that's such a small thing, but it's a really frustrating process of the behind the scenes of freelancing and business owning where it's like you question yourself in every decision. You have to start over and change things that you thought were going to be amazing. You have to rebrand. You have to pull yourself in a thousand different directions. You have to figure out, okay, am I going to hire people under me or am I just going to handle all of this myself? And what if someone isn't doing the job that I want them to do? Or what does it look like when I'm spending all my time and energy on something and it's not coming out the way I need it? I mean, there's just so many things behind the scenes that I don't feel like people talk about. And the hard part 
The hardest part about being a creative person is that you're constantly asked to pour yourself, pour yourself out into your work and then into your relationships and then into, you know, things outside of your job. And it's just, you're pouring out and you're pouring out and you're giving and you're giving and you're running through full throttle and you're just investing so much of yourself into all these dreams. And sometimes it's just exhausting. Sometimes it's just really hard and I think we have to put on a good face because we're the face of our brand and we have to stay positive because this is the life that we wanted, right? And this is the lifestyle that we were striving for so we have to present on social media all the best smiling photos of how great everything is but the truth is it's really hard sometimes. The truth is it really sucks sometimes and the truth is like this type of work, especially creative work, isn't always what it's cracked up to be, you know? Pouring yourself out and being really vulnerable and sharing parts of your heart and giving yourself to your business and giving back to your clients and working really hard to create something you know people will love and benefit from is hard because you're giving and you're not getting, especially in those beginning stages, you're not getting those clients. You're not getting right away the satisfaction of knowing that your hard work is paying off. You know, you invest financially and you don't always see that return right away. You know, you file that first tax return and you're like, oh my God, you know, my expenses are thousands and thousands of dollars, but my income isn't really where I want it to be. And like all of these things is you pouring out and not necessarily taking in and it gets draining and people don't talk about that. It sucks, but people don't talk about it. They don't talk about their mistakes along the way. You know, they don't talk about the ways that their best laid plans completely failed or, you know, how they tried to reach an audience and the audience didn't get the message or, you know, how they tried to land that client and that client rejected them or how they tried to make freelancing rates and they were totally off the mark or, you know, the times where you pitch yourself and your services to someone and you feel like it's an absolute perfect fit and you're so excited and then that client ghosts you. I mean, that stuff sucks, but nobody talks about it. And I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I'm, and especially, you know, I have to justify it because, you know, it, in, in my eyes, it makes sense. And I don't want to say that, you know, it's wrong to hide certain things from the public. But, you know, let's be real for a second. On my business website, I'm not going to post constantly about my business failures. But I'm guilty of not posting the transparent side all the time. And that's kind of what really inspired me to want to do this podcast in the first place because I think it's so important for people to know that, hey, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has moments of failure. Everybody starts, you know, or launches something or jumps into a new career or shifts from full-time, you know, nine to five to full-time freelance. Everybody has their thing and it doesn't always go according to plan. And it's not wrong if you don't share that with the world because you don't have to share every little thing, especially every mistake, because obviously... If you're always sharing the bad stuff, how is that going to make you credible, right? But at the same time, there is value to being transparent and there's value to being vulnerable and there's value to saying, okay, here's what I did wrong and here's what I learned because then people learn that they can trust your voice. And I think that's fundamentally important, especially in freelancing roles and especially as business owners and things like that where you can... When you can present the truth about yourself and your ups and your downs and your what your story and how you got here, people are going to trust you more and they're going to know that they can lean in on you and really believe in what you believe in because obviously you fought like hell to get there, right? So I think there's something to be said for really making sure that you're honest with yourself about the hard stuff 
and that you're honest with others about the hard stuff, especially as a creative person. And with that comes learning to say no and learning to walk away and learning to create boundaries and learning to prioritize your own self-care. And I mean, I could go on and on. These are all separate podcast topics, but I really just wanted to speak to the hard stuff, the stuff that we don't talk about. And I just want people to know, and I want to remind myself that it's okay to talk about the hard stuff. It's okay to be transparent. It's okay to talk about failures. And it's okay to acknowledge that the world we live in is very much focused on comparison and trying to present our best selves to the world. And it sucks sometimes. And it makes sense sometimes because we're all trying to be the best. And the best way to be the best is to show your best. But don't be fooled by that facade. And don't get into the negative habit of thinking you're the only person who's making mistakes because I guarantee you every single person and business and brand and, you know, whatever it is, everybody has moments of failure and mistakes and stress and chaos. And part of really growing into yourself and into your role, both creatively and personally and professionally, is is owning those hard, those hard moments and saying it's okay to have hard moments and most importantly, pushing past those hard moments to create your success. So I hope this resonates with you, whether or not you're a business owner or a freelancer. I hope that you can pull some information out of this and really take it to heart and know that, hey, you know what? We all have hard stuff. We can bring it to the surface. We can talk about it. We don't have to shy away from it or be scared of it. But most importantly, we don't have to let it define us.